0: Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast.
1: I'm Cameron Poitras, producer of Hal Anderson Afternoons with guest host Kathy Kennedy. It's Fortune Cookie Wednesday. The climatologist of climatologists joins the program. And Hal, he's going to be back soon. He comes in for Hal's
0: hit. You, Hal Anderson.
2: I am good. All we need now is a banana daiquiri.
0: Yeah. Oh, please.
2: That (laughs) is my drink of choice when I go on vacation. Banana daiquiri. Mm.
0: Mmm. Yeah, you're talking. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going on with you?
2: Well, I thought today what we would do. I'm back on Monday, by the way. Um, I thought what we would do today. I just a few things I've seen. Uh, that I thought were worth uh, discussing. Okay. Do, you, do you have any tricks, Kathy? Those uh, little tricks that maybe people don't know about something <laughs> you do and you go, holy crap, it works. You know, like, uh, I'll give you an example. Okay. I saw this on, uh, I think was, I saw this on Reddit. Um, for example, salt on anything sour will make it less sour and more sweet. Kind of interesting. You put salt on it when it's sour, and it makes it less sour wow. and more sweet. Yeah. I not know that. Another one. Let me give you another one.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I am terrible backing up my uh, truck with a trailer. I've got about 10 trailers. I have a trailer addiction, and I can't back up my truck with a trailer on it. It's hard. Here's a trick. Put your hand on the bottom of the steering wheel when you're backing up, because then whichever direction you move your hand in, that's the way the trainer goes instead of the opposite if your hand is on top and that's what throws a lot of people off.
0: Well, and you know what and and I've heard about that trick before and mm. it makes complete sense but as you well know, <laughs> when you get in your truck, I know it, it just doesn't happen'
2: it's, you're, you're, you start overthinking it yeah and yeah I'm terrible at, at backing up a uh, truck. So that's kind of what, I've got a few more here, but do you have anything yeah. like
0: that? Um, gee, no. So Okay, keep going. give it
2: some thought. I'll tell you the others. Uh, if you get a song like, now I'm going to be, all afternoon, I'm going to be uh, uh, sitting here twiddling my thumbs, <laughs> waiting <laughs> to get back to work on Monday, and I'm going to be singing in my head Kokomo. Well, now, what I'll do is I'll go online and I'll get the lyrics, and apparently if you listen to that song that's stuck in your head and you read along to the lyrics at the same time out loud, read them out out loud, it will get it out of your head. Really? Apparently.
0: I'm going to have to try that because yeah. I, 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 when I get an earworm, like it, it doesn't last for an hour. It usually mm-hmm. lasts for an entire day. It, yeah. it can make him crazy, right?
2: Me too. Yeah, me too. Another one. Uh, if your nose is stuffy and you can't get it cleared, just do 10 push-ups and it will clear it up right away. You can blow your nose over and over, but for some reason, this actually does a better job of clearing it up. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kathy. <laughs> poor Hal cannot do 10 push-ups. I'm thinking but poor Kathy can, can't too, either. <laughs> if you can do 10 push-ups, apparently that will get that stuffy nose cleared for you.
0: Wow.
2: Holy crap tricks that actually work. couple more. Okay. If your car has a dent in it, I suggest you take it to Johnny Vernas at Vernas Auto Body. But if your car has a dent in it, you can pour, uh, pour boiling water on it and then use a toilet plunger to pop it back into place. Oh, okay. I see, I've actually seen that done. I can, you can find videos online. That, that apparently does work depending, again, on how the dent is. And then one more, if you spill candle wax on a carpet... You can get it out by running an iron over it with a damp towel in between. So you've got a candle wax on the carpet. Oh, damn, what am I going to do? You put a damp towel down and then you iron that damp towel and the towel will soak up the it heats the wax and the, the towel soaks up the wax out of the carpet.
0: That You know what? That makes complete sense. Yeah. That is yeah. Uh, very smart.
2: Anyhow, holy crap tricks that actually work and I thought that might actually be a bit of a talker for you today. I'm sure others will start weighing in uh by uh calling in, texting in two zero four seven eighty sixty eight sixty eight. So I just and, wanted to put that one out. And
0: and and I love that. And it cuz it got me thinking about a couple of tricks that mm-hmm. I know. Um yeah. you know the dreaded uh coffee ring or the 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 water ring you get on the coffee table. Yeah. So, uh I tried first of all mayonnaise uh, if you put mayonnaise on it, it's supposed to work. And it does work to a certain degree, mm. but toothpaste. That, oh, really? I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you put a little bit of toothpaste on that, let yeah. it sit. There you go. The ring is gone. Well, I mean, wow. almost, almost yeah. gone. Okay. Yeah.
2: I will give you one trick that I found because I've got a gallbladder that at some point has to come out. So get ready to work for me again soon. <laughs> you just um, keep fixing things and I'll well, be around. It's all, falling, <laughs> Kathy, it's all falling apart at this point. But I have to get my gallbladder out soon, but I did discover something, and again, I found this home remedy on the internet, and it works. If you're having a gallbladder attack, yep. you take one part uh, apple cider vinegar and eight parts apple juice, so like a tablespoon of uh, apple cider vinegar and then eight tablespoons of apple juice, and you drink that, and within 10 or 15 minutes, your attack's done. Really? Yeah, it really does work. It's got me through some, it's got me through some pretty serious attacks, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it works, yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, there There was one more trick, uh, kind of weird, that uh, I've used. I have uh, patio doors, and uh, the screen on the patio, uh, it, it gets filthy, right? So how do you clean that screen? Well, a girlfriend of mine had suggested, believe it or not, to use a lint roller,
2: Mm, that's and, a good idea.
0: and you know what? It, it works like a charm. So if you have, uh, you know, the, the screen on the patio and you got all the fluffs and maybe some bugs and whatever, use a lint roller. There you mm, go. That's, that's, all, a good that's idea.
2: all I know. Well, I'm sure more will come in. So there you go. Holy crap tricks that actually work. <laughs> and, and there are many of them. I just, on the top of my head right now, I can't think of any, but those are a few from uh, what I saw on the Internet. and I thought those were good. I used to do this segment on the weekend when it was Hal Anderson weekends instead of Hal Anderson afternoons. Uh, Savannah was my producer. Yep, and we used to have a segment called Savannah Says, where people would write in their problems, and Savannah would give. Well, we'd all kind of give them Austin, Sarah Goose, and Savannah myself, but we called it Savannah Says. And Savannah was she was very you know no crap and right to the point. Matter so of fact, I, yeah, yes. So I still get these emails, and I don't know, I, I don't know why I get these emails. Hal at cgb dot com. I do. I got one the other day, yesterday, from Adrian. Her husband, I'll read it to you. Okay. Uh, Hal, my husband and I have never been on the same page, temperature-wise. He's always cold. I'm always hot. But he's taken it too far now. Lately, and especially now with this cold weather, he's been coming to bed at night in a pullover hat and a winter scarf. I laughed when he first did it then realized he wasn't joking. First off, our apartment isn't that cold. Secondly, he looks totally ridiculous. And if he thinks, I'm going to get turned on enough for sex when he comes to bed in that outfit, he is really mistaken. So here we go. The very first ever, Kathy says, your advice for Adrian. Adrian's her name, by the way.
0: Oh, Adrian, Adrian. Where, where do I, you know what? Here, uh, very matter of fact, very common sense. Kick him to the couch. What? Oh, yeah.
2: See, That's my advice was going to be for Adrian, just, well, there isn't, you're wearing a hat and a scarf and there's no sex, period. That's it. So yeah. knowing, you know, guys to be guys, he's going to lose the hat and scarf real quick, I think. <laughs> but I don't know. But well, the couch you know, might I, work, too.
0: Well, yeah. A few nights on the couch with a, uh, you know, a crooked back and and uh, some aches and pains, yeah. I have a feeling things will change.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Have I got time for one more here? Yeah, please. Okay. 20, new uh, survey, 20% of people in relationships, this is live-in partners or spouses, 20%, one in five, are committing financial infidelity. This is where one of the people in that relationship has a checking account, a savings account, or a credit card account that the other person does not know about. Is that cheating? 55%, same survey here, more than half, 55% of those people uh, surveyed say that this uh, committing financial infidelity is just as bad as physically cheating. Would you agree? And have you ever done it, Kathy?
0: Uh, I would not agree. And uh, you and I have both been down the divorce road. And all I'm going to say <laughs> is that, that is freaking smart.
2: That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, listen, I don't think there's anything wrong. If my wife and she probably she's probably got a, a vacation slash boyfriend fund going anyhow for all I know, and uh, you know if she wants to stick some money away for the things that she wants to do, um, and if I want to do that, what's what's the big deal? Doesn't well, mean you yeah. don't lo- doesn't mean you don't love each other. Now, if you're ripping the other person off, okay, or
0: different story.
2: Yeah, but no, I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't either, and I, and I sure don't think it's as bad as physically cheating on a person.
0: No, I, nope. that, I mean, that's comparing apples and oranges as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, th- that's being smart in my books uh, financially because, you know, if things go sideways, it's nice to walk away with a little bit of something.
2: Now, the uh, on the other side of this, devil's advocate, somebody will say, yeah, but you're hiding it from the other person. You're uh, keeping it a secret. So you shouldn't have secrets when you're in a relationship.
0: Well, and and that's true. But, you know, you can let the other person know that the account exists. You just don't need to share with them the monthly statement. That's all.
2: All right. Well, it might be a good question for tomorrow afternoon at 2.30 when Carolyn Classen is in from Connexus Counseling. Look at you. You might want to ask her about that.
0: You are programming the show from home and doing a fine job, sir.
2: Is financial infidelity as bad as physically cheating on your live-in or spouse?
0: All right. We're going to pose that to Carolyn tomorrow. Right. I'm sure she'll have an answer. Hey, listen, uh, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Get some more rest and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, guest. Thanks, Hal. <music> well, if you're going to call a weather summit... These are the two gentlemen you'd want seated at the table with you. And boy, am I lucky to have two incredible weather humans here with me. Uh, Mike Konkin, global weather specialist, and the one and only... Dave Phillips, Senior Climatologist at Environment Canada. How are you, sir? I'm well,
3: Kathy. So we got two weather weenies. Are we going to try to make you one, too, eh? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I'm going to leave the weenie park to you, uh, (laughs) Dave. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about your experience when you got off the plane today in Winterpeg, Dave.
3: Well, when I woke up this morning, I I left the home in Barrie, Ontario. Uh, It was about Six o'clock. I looked at the temperature. First thing, I didn't look at. I didn't know what Barry was, but I, I knew what Winnipeg was. <laughs> minus thirty-nine with a minus fifty-two wind chill. I put on everything I owned. <laughs> and I left the, the the home and got the go train into the airport. And uh, I had six layers of clothes. And when I got off the airport, I could hardly move. I felt like the Michelin Man, you see. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh very uncomfortable and uh, but i didn't I didn't sort of inhale for about twenty minutes, I think, when I put myself outside of the Winnipeg airport to hail a cab and to come over and speak to you.
0: Did I hear this correctly that you had never up until today at least never experienced minus thirty?
3: Uh, well, uh, an air temperature, I think minus thirty-two is what I can remember. Okay, uh, that's right. the that's not the embellished wind chill. Okay, that's just the air temperature. So to to come here and experience this, is the coldest moment of my life. I'm over seventy years old, so I've I've lived through a lot of weather in different yep. parts of the the country. Never have I experienced it this cold, and so I mean wind chill. I used to get scared the bejeebies out of me when people say, "Well, it freeze flesh and." in In a half hour, not not three minutes, do <laughs> you say, so I just didn't know, people gave me all kinds of hints at the office about what to wear. People said you, buy, you should go to get a balaclava and everything like this, and I just was I was scared skinny about uh coming about coming, coming here? here, but you know what, Kathy? I'm so proud of it. In fact, I survived, you see. And I now have something to brag to my grandchildren about. Have you ever, how cold is it for you? Well, (laughs) it was minus 39 for
4: me or or something like that.
0: Well, and and we're going to have to get him a t-shirt. I think
4: think he should go across the street and buy some insulated jeans. I was showing him the ones that I'm wearing right now. It's like they don't sell these in Ontario. I grew up not far from where uh, Dave lives, and I've never seen insulated jeans for sale in any store. But you can get them just across the parking lot. I think um, if. There is a souvenir you're going to take home. That would be it. I
0: I love how Mike has come up with some uh, wonderful weather-related terms. Like, uh, what did you call it? The 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 winter the winter mascara.
4: Yeah, because I walk to work and it's 25 30 minutes, and you get those ice chunks on your eyelashes. And so, you know, obviously it's a little bit clumpy. But I've uh, started referring to that as winter uh, as winter mascara. And you also just generally seem to find hairs that you didn't know were there. (laughs) Like I shaved this morning, and then just. Below my eyes, I get to work. I, there's, some, there's some ice that has formed on these hairs that I didn't even know existed. And all of a sudden, I also have a unibrow that I didn't know was there. So all of. Th- it it uh, it exposes a lot uh, when you're dealing it's with this kind of cold. Polar vortex, uh,
3: uh, <laughs> winter mascara. mascara. Winter mascara. Yeah. My gosh! And uh, I, I think Alberta Clipper. I mean, you know, it just shows me that meteorologists are are very have fertile minds about coming up with these uh, these expressions. You I think do. it's just too many uh, midnight.
4: Shifts, you say. Is is that what it is? uh, I will. I will talk to my supervisors, and we will. We will all try to remedy this. We're all on the same page.
0: (laughs) Uh, I see you brought some maps with you, Dave. What are those maps saying? Well,
3: I'm trying to bring a breath of fresh air, uh, warm air. That the fact that when is this going to end? Mike asked me about that, and uh, the problem with uh, this kind of cold, it's like molasses. It just kind of flows. It hugs the ground. It's it's very thick and dense, and it fills all the nooks and crannies. Hard to kick it out. Yeah. And But eventually it does leave. You, you like to have some maybe Trump air to come so, uh, northward. <laughs> oh, you are the And <laughs> push that out, like you say. But, yes. <laughs> but of course he knows. He thinks climate change is just to bring it on because well, sure. we're, we're freezing. So, but, you know, our models are saying that, um, well, we have sort th- of th- th- three possibilities, four possibilities. We say it's going to be warmer than normal, it's going to be colder than normal, or it's going to be normal. Yeah. Now there's a fourth one. Oh? We don't know. But you never say that, do you? (laughs) Well, we don't, but we actually do. We say that this one is sort of in that kind of in-between area. We think there's a lot of warm air to the east, and there is the only area of Canada showing in February and into February, March, and April showing colder than normal is up in northern Alberta and the Northwest Territories. So, we think that this this is going to end. I, it doesn't mean it's going to be the last polar vortex that you're going to face. Okay. But the next one, the third one, is usually never as difficult as the first one. I'm touching one, two, three, four. You have to get one, kind two, three, of used to it, you <laughs> see. But, you know, they also don't go on 10 days long. They could be three days, four days, something like that. So, my sense is that the February is the shortest month. Uh, March, you can feel that heat on your, your face. It, it warms you up. So... And we think that the winter won't be as long as last year. You know, last Ooh. April was really tough. It
0: was very tough. Very
3: tough. It was cruel, as they sometimes say April is. But we think it'll be shorter. There'll be more of a spring. We didn't have a spring or a fall last year. We just had winter. We went from slush yes, to right. sweat to slush. You're right. And so we'll have a, a decent spring and a decent fall and a warmer than normal good beer drinking weather in the summer. So, hey, I think we'll that'll get us over this kind of Cold snap that we're into.
0: Now. Well and and I'm I'm happy to hear that. But I'm I am a little confused because I remember, you know, back in summertime they were talking about, hey, this is gonna be an El Nino year. And I mean, if you know anything about El Nino, I to me that meant yeah a little more snow but also a little bit warmer what happened conkin uh well
4: typically with el ninos it's kind of a reversal of what the typical conditions are and it's something that happens usually around christmas time and for areas like ours here in the prairies well dave you can probably talk to this a little bit better you'll see more of the you'll see more of the extreme weather so we've we've stayed dry i don't think I haven't looked at January's snow statistics just because uh, cold has been uh, certainly top of mind, but we've generally been dry, I think, for every month since the summer, other than it was either October or November where we were close to normal, but precipitation-wise, we are <clears throat> we are low. It's just the temperatures now have kind of taken over have kind of taken over for us, and we have been trending towards the cooler side. Although, as we were talking, this month is going to be statistically insignificant. As much as this cold stretch has been brutal, it hasn't been since the fifteenth that we were above ten degrees. There was one day that was comfortable in there since mm-hmm. the fifteenth. <laughs> uh, as much as it has been brutally cold, we're going to be, as Dave mentioned, around one degree cooler than normal for this wow. month, which is no big deal. It's kind no, of whatever we started off forgot. with. Yeah, first half of January was like late November, and now, yeah, we got uh, we got the real McCoy going. I think the other thing about El Nino is week. It was a weak episode,
3: oh, and so okay. therefore it doesn't have doesn't penetrate across the country. And you people are right in the middle of the of of the country, and so the warmer air to the east uh, or sort of the, to the west for many times. I had a call yesterday from Vancouver. They wondered is spring sprung. I said, you know, that's just to needle the rest of Canada. Yeah. You're going to send us those flower counts. Yeah.
4: Twenty saw, billion flowers. I saw and some blossoms yesterday. It yeah. was the last exactly. thing I wanted
3: to see in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and there's another thing too called the Pacific Blob.
4: Oh, I remember that one. Not, well, this is
3: a warm bout of of water in the north, uh, in the uh, off the coast, uh, Gulf of Alaska, off the okay. coast of British Columbia. And it sort of gives British Columbia and maybe Alberta a little warmer than normal. But what it also does, it creates more of the polar vortex. And so that oh. we can blame, even though it's working together to produce the same kind of weather for Vancouver, for British Columbia, Alberta. For the central part of the country and eastward, it does provide almost the greases the skids for the polar vortex to come flowing down. And, and, and really, this is Siberian air. It's come over the top of the world, right? and it's got the same characteristics that Siberia would have, and there's no moderation because it flows over ice and snow, so there's no warming going on, and it goes right down south of the border, and, and it sort of uh, grips millions of people.
0: Well, and it's certainly got a grip on us. It is a 3.15. couple of minutes left, Dave. Uh, on a serious note, you know, people they they look at the forecast and they they feel this cold and they say climate change. Your response?
3: Well, it's always tough to uh, to convince anybody that there's a threat of climate change in this kind of of weather. Right. But in a way, Kathy, what's sort of interesting. Because climate change, the disappearance of the ice in the north, has caused the jet stream to more wiggle and wobble, to, to look like, a, like a, a roller coaster across the country rather than a bungee cord. You know, it used to be the cold air stayed to the north and the warm air to the south, right. and that was the jet stream dividing it. But now, because of the disappearance of the ice, the weather has seemed to, the climate has destabilized, we seem to get a little bit more of this and that weather has slowed down so you know it used to rain on thursday and be over on thursday now it rains on thursday and it's still raining on saturday so we see a fundamental change to our our weather and and that is really brought to you because of the fact that our, our climate has changed. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean, 98% of scientists believe that the world is warming up faster and greater now than it has in a long time. You can't get scientists to agree on anything. But <laughs> yeah, they do mind, on, on that, you see. So I think the irony is that this cold could be because of climate change. You know, it's allowing the cold air to come right down because of a wiggling and a wobbling jet stream that uh, – That brings it to what we're seeing as the cold air is rushing down us, the warm air is going up both sides in the Pacific and the Atlantic, where we saw last year that the North Pole was warmer than Winnipeg. Wow. And so it's just been the weather patterns, the circulation is just wonky, and that could very well be because of climate change.
0: So great to have you in studio, sir. Thank you, sir. Kathy. And uh, nice
4: to, thank you for sharing the time with
0: Mike. Here. Well, yeah. Thank yes. you, Mr. Konkin. It's, not, it's nice to be here. Uh, it's, al- <laughs> it's
4: always great when uh, Dave comes to town or anything that he's uh, willing to do for us. So it's a real treat to be it
0: on, is. Uh, on the show. Uh, it's a afternoon. treat to have both of you in here. And now if I can just uh, send both of you off into another room, and if you guys can work your weather magic... Maybe turn on the uh, heat for this weekend. I'd be forever grateful. Dave,
4: Dave put in a request, so by Friday we oh, should be okay. we should be looking good. Might well. snow a little, but uh, yeah, he's talked to his his warm guy. Okay, and warm guy should be turning it up a little bit for Friday.
0: Gotta love it. Uh, So, this began, this little odyssey began last week on Wednesday afternoon with myself, Tristan Field-Jones, and Cameron Poitras, producer extraordinaire. And we started this little uh, thing called Fortune Cookie Wednesday. And, you know, just... And almost ended it, too. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. So many people heard our fortunes Mm -hmm. and and what ensued after the fortunes that, A, a couple of things happened. Uh... Many of the other people in, in this building decided we want in on this whole fortune cookie Wednesday. So right. welcome to Diana. Welcome to Sam. Hello. Uh, for <laughs> joining us in this. Little, I'm not sure what they happened. were They were begging to get in. They were begging. I, I don't know what happened. I am so to, excited. They were, both,
1: they were outside the door of the studio on their hands and knees begging to get I, into this. Well, so then you don't need me. We're all
0: good. No, Tristan. <laughs> you are all fine. Staying. Now, here's the thing. This morning, I took a video of everybody picking out of a bag... Um, they're fortune cookies. And, of course, um, I don't know what I did, but I cocked up the video, and it 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 doesn't work. But let me tell you, folks, I put all the fortune cookies in a bag. Everybody picked their own. This isn't set up. They're all wrapped. And here's the secret about this fortune cookie is that you open the cookie, and then you read the fortune, and at the end of the fortune, you have to read the two words. Goodbye, ba-
1: everybody. It's been nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many words is that? Goodbye, everybody. Many. It's That's been nice. It's five. It's... No, in bed. Here comes Brett. Brittany is joining us, too. We thought oh, you were going to miss out on this. Come on, girl. Thank you. All right. The See, team is here. we got plenty of people here. You I thought I me. had a few minutes, and then I heard fortune cookie, and See? I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, commence the opening. Uh, uh,
1: All right. This is a great radio. Extreme, Extreme volume of crackling. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what you can expect from Okay, well, Tristan
0: oh, goes last. Oh, you've already last, you've already, already opened yeah. yours. Yeah. Tristan goes last cuz that's just it just that's the way it is. So has we to have be. to open these and So what you do is you, what Tristan, you weren't here last week? Well, I, I I'm doing every Look, Traffic yeah, like for and Weather. The
1: newbies. Traffic and Weather's coming up soon, aren't we? we take over Take your already?
0: fortune out of the cookie.
1: I thought you were the fortune cookie expert. Do we need no. to
0: bite the cookie? No, no. You can find oh. it after you read your fortune. So, Di, you are going to go first. What does your fortune read?
1: Oh, I'm almost nervous.
0: Okay, <laughs> you I- got to read in English. By the way,
1: I was gonna read the French. I did flip to that side first, but Kathy, things are not always what they seem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, oh, let me see, Sam, go ahead.
1: Yes, uh, mine says, don't let others try to stop you from doing what is right.
0: Oh! <laughs> In bed. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What were the last two words? In bed. Right. <laughs> Very good. Cameron. Okay,
1: here we go. I'm maybe going to open mine. I'm going to have the sound oh, effect. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, okay.
4: Okay,
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You have a natural grace <clears throat> and consideration oh. for others. In bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Brittany. Mine
1: is just wrong.
0: Oh, oh no. It's so wrong. There we go. Okay.
4: Oh, man. Come on, girl. Family is more valuable <laughs> than money.
0: In bed. <laughs> oh, my. oh, dear. Okay, yeah, that's,
1: that's a little I mean, weird. That's, that's
0: I just think that's illegal. <laughs> yes.
4: Both of them, Both frankly. Both of yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, uh, mine says... <laughs> Many receive advice Few profit by it In bed Wow
1: That's probably true Actually, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly
0: Right, true words oh, yeah, never yeah, spoken Alright, here comes I think I lost it. this one like, hey, No, you know what? I, Wait, we I, need well, a, we, we one we need a drum roll Because you know Tristan's well, no, going to be the best I, okay? I think, I
1: actually think Before, well, well, let's settle down here Before everybody gets disappointed uh, I think In bed? Re, Thank you <laughs> <laughs> before, <laughs> I think Britney's was actually the best.
0: Britney's was, Britney's <laughs> Britney's Britney Britney was pretty good. No was, disturbingly was, was very <laughs> disturbingly.
1: Because mine is simply, a cheerful message is on its way to you. In- <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I do this to myself.
4: <laughs> so Tristan, we're going to have a really good show tomorrow is what you're
0: saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. You don't want to miss that show. Are, are, are you okay with that, Phil Jones? You're okay? I I'm not. I'm, I'm deeply I, disturbed. I'm mean, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> it's, oh <laughs> it's a good thing my family doesn't live here, and there's just, guys, this is just, whoo, Kathy. Diana's just enjoying <laughs> oh, her man. cookie.
1: I did, yeah. I did turn my mic off so no one could hear me crunching. I don't want to, this is the second uh, time, like, it's one of these things, you get these fortunes, and I don't want to You want to trade? Eat, n- <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat the cookie, though. <laughs> is your French side better? <laughs> Oh, hey, hang on! No, the French the French side is like, well, what is the French saying here? <laughs> it's the exact same thing in English. Yeah, yeah, it is. Massage vous êtes destiné. So, it's actually a little bit more. You got a more, destiny
0: and bad? N- well, no, 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 no. <laughs> actually,
1: it's funny because in French is basically like super ecstatic. So, like, Show there's off. a there's they a really. Reduce. Ecstatic message for I mean, let's not. You're <laughs> such not. a
0: show well, off you know right now. These were all pretty good, but I'm sorry. The winner still has to go to Tristan last week. <laughs> yes. Because it's now a mantra on our newsroom wall, which reads um, hope for the best, plan for the worst in
1: bad. Tristan True. Tristan Field Jones. Yeah. Tristan
0: Field Jones.
1: Not, not, I, I did not say the full quote on purpose. Listen back to the audio.